The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Episode 642. Welcome back indeed. Welcome back indeed. I've gotta I've gotta stretch my legs out. Get ready to, to walk again. Right, Wolfie? Right? We're still we're still a little bit out of practice, still a little bit disoriented and confused about what, what, what the heck we're actually doing here. But yeah, this is this is episode two of season seven. I hope. Is that what is that? A little sapling over there, just hanging out, just hanging out on a little little island. Well done, little sapling boy. Uh, hoping this comes out on Saturday, June, 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 <laughs> Saturday, June tenth, twenty seventeen. As we 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 grab Wolfie, we secured the hidey hole, and are going to why not make some boats to continue west in our journey to the far lands here. In Minecraft Beta 1.7.3, thank you very much for all the the kind words and comments and uh, welcome back situdes that we got on the last episode, the return of season seven. That's much appreciated, very much appreciated. Did I just see a sheep disappear? <laughs> did I did I see a sheep and then stop seeing a sheep? Is this is this something that just happened? Was that a mirage? Are we growing weary and disoriented in our in our journey to the far lands? I'm very confused. But yeah, we are continuing on. And and, and once again, thank you very much uh, for the warm welcome back. A lot of lot of comments. Quite a many comments uh, on on that last episode. And uh, hopefully we can keep keep things up here and keep getting right back right back at it and 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 towards these far lands. Of course. Like I mentioned in the last episode, we don't have a charity fundraiser goal set up for Far Lands or Bust quite yet. There will be. There will be for Season 7, worry not. Uh, so in the meantime, go check out Zeldathon if it is still going on, which it should be, I believe, at least at this time of recording, it is. Zeldathon.net. They are helping out the Wild Foundation. And of course... Our good friend MC Gamer and and others who are part of that crew have been since the beginning a, a pretty good inspiration and, and source of source of uh, knowledge, <laughs> a source of knowledge and inspiration and just information about how to run a a good gaming fundraiser charity. Come on, me. <laughs> and uh yeah send your appreciation that way uh while we are uh we're just working through a bunch of questions from the flabathon as well as a few left over from last season when we were raising money for child's play charity here and really just getting like i said our our legs have, have perhaps grown a bit atrophied not having been walking for about five months so we've got a Ooh, is that some free iron? That's some free iron under a mushroom. Have a seat there, Wolfie. This might be dangerous. Let's go grab this free iron. Because we need it. Because our tools are in, in, in disrepair. 
Yoink. Any more free iron? No? No? Is that it? Alright. That's fine. I'll take it. Uh, I will, however, replace that mushroom. <laughs> it can carry on its business. Indeed. Of course, one of those things is the, the technical aspect of recording Farlands or Bust. Uh, in the last episode, I was a bit disappointed that my microphone audio was significantly clipped. And what I mean by that is that the volume was too loud and it was distorting at the highest volumes. I'm, I'm, I'm actually uh, switching things up a bit. I've always recorded... We started recording with Fraps. And then I switched to DX Tori. But now I'm trying to record with OBS. I've grown quite accustomed to OBS as I've now concentrated a lot more on streaming versus video recording. Uh, so now I'm recording with OBS. This is this is your first Far Lands or Bust episode to be recorded with OBS. Of course, it helps because uh, I have my microphone set up for streaming and OBS has a built-in compressor that stops such audio anomalies from taking place. Maybe not stops, prevents. Prevents such things. So hopefully the audio is a little bit more balanced and less overblown. And perhaps it's only something that I see when I'm editing, because I'm, I'm pretty critical of myself. But uh, hopefully that works out alright. Hopefully the video works out alright. Also, I... And again, I did this, I think, with the first episode of Season 6. Hello, Other Wolf. How are you? We're going to the Far Lands. Um, I did this with the first episode of Season 6, when YouTube introduced 60 frames per second videos. I did an episode of Farlands Bust at 60 frames per second, and I did it again for, for the last episode. I seem to get more complaints about the jitteriness at 60 frames versus 30 frames, so I've switched back to recording in 30 frames. It's it, This isn't a high-tech, next-gen, fast-paced, first-person shooter with all these special effects <laughs> that need to be captured in 60 frames per second. So I think 30 frames is good enough. It also saves me quite a deal of hard drive space. Uh, that last episode was like 12 gigs <laughs> once it was fully rendered. It also took like four hours to render. So so 30 frames should should hopefully help me out with the, uh, the space on my, my, my PC. Farlands of Bust is the only series that I keep local copies of the originals. I keep I keep the uh, I keep the masters, if I can use a recording industry term. I keep the masters of Farlands or Bust. Every single episode, all 642 episodes and flabathons, I keep in an archive spewed over many 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 terabytes. <laughs> um, so. I gotta always keep in mind that, hmm, I'm going to want to keep a local copy and then a second local copy because they get backed up to my network storage, which is very quickly filling up and I will need to uh, extend the uh, the size of soon. Um, so disk space is always an issue for me. I don't know why, but I just felt like grabbing a, a singular uh, piece of coal there. I noticed my, my torches are getting low and we'll have to cook this iron soon, so... So yeah, hopefully, hopefully uh, we've re resolved any technical issues in that regard. Uh, speaking of Zeldathon, also I've you've noticed that I went back and I started using the Pop Pop logo intro screen. Everybody said that they missed that last season, although everybody enjoyed Terraforest's logo that we used last season, and maybe 
Maybe we'll come up with a new logo for this season once we actually kind of get it underway with a charity or something. But for now, enjoy your pop-pop <laughs> every time I say welcome back to Far Lands of Bust. Indeed. So yeah, I think I might as well. I think I might as well. I noticed in the last episode, it was a long episode of course. We're gonna stick to a three-day, three Minecraft day episode. Uh, it's not helping too much that I've been walking in the wrong direction for an undetermined amount of time. That might have just happened. I feel like that just happened. Because I was walking this way, I saw that brown sheep, and I think I accidentally took a left turn here. So I don't I think we maybe don't only only walked left south for maybe about ten blocks. We could do with moving south a little bit since we've we've uh, we moved way too far north. I feel. Twenty-four thousand blocks at the left last F3 number, right? So uh so yeah. Oh, I, oh, that's what I was saying. I, I thought in the last episode, still not being... Uh, I just did it right now, actually, too. Not being completely in practice with recording Farlands of Bust, all the thoughts I had started. I had specific things I wanted to say. Ooh, more free iron. Have a seat. I had specific things I wanted to say. Specific topics I wanted to uh, express. And, and I started about six of those, but never actually concluded. I just kept getting distracted either by the game or, or, or just like train of thought derailed. So I'm gonna try, try a little bit better at that. There's Wolfie. Starting with the fact that I'm just gonna answer a lot of these questions that were left over. A lot of these were from the Flabathon. A lot of them perhaps even referenced the Flabathon. Some, but not many, but I think a few were either donations that came in during the hiatus, during the season break, or perhaps were even leftovers from the previous season. Uh, to which I apologize if you've been waiting for your question to be answered. Uh, thank you for your donation to Child's Play Charity, but <laughs> we're, we're working on it. There's just so much, so much demand and so little time. So yeah, I'll do that in the morning here. Let's get into a nice... A nice sunset view, why don't we? Build an elevated hidey hole. And then continue on... in the morning. And awakeness. And make sure you're walking westness. Speaking of make sure you're walking in a certain direction, I purchased a compass, like a real compass, for myself, for my hiking expeditions. I don't know how to use it, other than to say, oh, in that general direction is north. But I don't, I, 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 I also don't, I, I don't do any backcountry hiking. I don't, I'm, I don't, I'm not off the trails or anything like that. Um, but it's, it was a list of like the ten things you should always carry. Like a first aid kit, you should always carry a compass, you should always carry some sort of fire starting... Uh, apparatus. Always carry this this much water for this many miles or whatever. Just, just in case you do happen to get lost off the trail and abandoned in the wilderness. Well, I bought a compass. Like I said, I don't know how to use it. <laughs> like, there's declination stuff you gotta do to zero it right for your, your location. There's definite mapping techniques. There is wilderness mapping. There are classes. Perhaps I should take a class for wilderness 
survival mapping, navigating, or something like that. Where you use, like, rulers and waypoints to determine your, your location on a topographic map to read properly. But yeah, I just thought of that when I looked at the compass. Far lines of bus compass. Um, but anyway, let's answer one of these questions. This one from Victor. Victor Dahl. Thank you very much for that donation. Quite quite a many few months ago. Ooh, look at this view. But Victor asks, if you wouldn't be a content creator on YouTube and Twitch, what would you do? Also, do you have plans for any new Let's Plays on your channel? I would like to get started on YouTube. Some advice in terms of programs to record or edit videos. Hope you hope you had a good New Year. Happy New Year, everybody, <laughs> in June. Uh, and I hope we'll meet in the future. Well, I am planning on going to PAX West. I'm planning on going to TwitchCon. Not sure what else is happening. But if you're at any of those, certainly keep an eye out. Always always enjoy meeting Farlanders. Uh, and as far as as far as like advice for programs to record and edit, all that information is either on my website, the about page at farlanderbus.com, or it's every there's so many YouTube videos, there's so many articles. Like I just said right here, this is the first time I'm attempting to use OBS. OBS is free. Uh, I use DXTory, uh, I, I use Fraps. Fraps, I haven't kept up with it, but last I remember, the last time Fraps was updated was like 2013, 2014, something like that. Which is why a lot of people moved on to DXTory. But yeah, I, I won't get into the technical side of things. Because I'm still figuring, you know, it's one of those things that over the course of six years I'm still tweaking and understanding and trying to figure out the best way to do things. I'm always talking about how oh, I wish I had could do this with my mixer or multi-PC streaming or, or, or be able to monitor my microphone better or whatever. It's it's not something that you can just be told in an afternoon and then get it and be done with it. It's it's something as as a creator you practice and you get a new piece of equipment or this or that and it completely changes everything and maybe for the better, maybe for the worse, I don't know, but but as far as what I would be doing if I wasn't a content creator, I have no idea. And that question terrifies me. <laughs> oh, it does indeed. I suppose if I wasn't a content creator, I probably would have continued being a graphic designer, a web designer. Possibly. I wasn't particularly happy with that. So I don't know what other sort of things would have come along as, as, as uh, opportunities in, in, in my career. But now that I, I have been and, and am a content creator for six years, what what would I do or will I do when perhaps it, it stops being uh, fruitful for living <laughs> a life and paying rent and utilities and buying food and having health insurance and stuff like that? Uh, I don't know. And like I said, that kind of terrifies me. And I've mentioned this many times. I remember at the first Minecon I attended in Paris, talking with Seth Bling, like, oh, we don't know, I don't know what I would do after this. He, of course, was a programmer uh, for a long time before he went full-time into the content creation thing. And even now he says he's kind of semi-retired at that, he's just doing stuff for fun, really, and 
going that way, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I certainly don't think I could go back to being a graphic designer. Both, A, because I don't find it interesting anymore. I find it interesting, don't, don't let me say that. Certainly, if you're a graphic designer and you've kept up with it, there's certainly, I'm very interested in design and it's always a terrible feeling to see bad design, but a very good feeling to see good design and be like, oh, that's really cool, or that, that, that's a great typeface, or that's blah, blah, blah. Good, well done on that kerning. But, uh, but yeah, I don't think I could go back for that, but also because I haven't kept up with the technology, I recently got the latest Adobe uh, Creative Suite, and I am not happy. <laughs> I just want to go back. I I have been using Adobe CS4 for the past six years. I've been using and, and been doing it for, for my job, making thumbnails and my website and things like that. I just think I'm, I, I, I don't have those skills anymore. I simply do not have those skills with the latest software and technology. Even know, you know, I wouldn't be able to get a job. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to get a job at all, I don't think. So that, that's out the door. Um, I suppose a lot of our friends, you may have noticed, are, are being hired, perhaps, or, or joining the teams of various similar services. You know, like, Aurelian has certainly been working with Twitch for a while, and a lot of our other friends are now working for Mixer. Mixer and Microsoft and those sort of brands, either in, like, managerial or consulting terms, or partnerships. Wolfie, I want you to spawn on the land here, please. There you are. All right. Yeah, this is, this is a bit harrowing. I don't want Wolfie to spawn under the ice. I don't... Uh, maybe. I don't know. That's always a possibility. Or for like a video game developer, publisher, work in like community sort of stuff, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> that, that, that's that's a tough call for me. I'm, I'm, I'm personally somewhat skeptical of these big... Look at all these cows! A herd! A herd of cows! I want them to start walking like in everything, where they just flop over their heads. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit skeptical of these big companies. Microsofts, Amazons, Twitches, uh, Apples, even even like SpaceX and Tesla and things like that. There's there's certainly a, a growing sentiment that they, while all the neat and interesting technologies and good things they might do, it seems to be on the backs of a very young and very motivated and perhaps even very desperate uh, young uh, employees. You know, work, working them to the bone, whether or not they be as employees or simply as consultants. You know what I mean? The it's the it's the it's the gig economy, as it's not affectionately called. Kind of the 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 Uber mentality that oh, just are, are the Fiverr is that the really don't you know that's a dumb stupid stupid website <laughs> uh, where you know oh, it's got a. Gotta work all night, gotta gotta do this or that, or never sleep. And and I see that sometimes and I, I'm concerned sometimes about my friends and I'm asking them, are you getting paid overtime? Are you getting incredibly well compensated for all this stuff you're doing for this XYZ company? 
are, are they treating you right? And and perhaps, perhaps I'm cynical. Perhaps I'm, 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 I'm kind of, I don't want to say anti-establishment, but I'm kind of, <laughs> I, I, I tend not to, 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 to I, I tend to rally for the little guy. I guess like is what I could say. The big, the big conglomerates. And, and the people I know who have worked or do work for these sort of large companies know that they 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 thrive on the high turnaround. And oh, okay, we 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 burned out, you know, we burned out the class of 2004. Let's hire some fresh, new babies from the class of 2006. Two years later, sort of thing. Um, it's that's that's a bit concerning for me. And and perhaps my my thoughts on that may prevent me from obtaining such employment and maybe that's a good thing maybe that's what I want <laughs> but but that also limits <laughs> the possibilities of what I could do if not for this so I'm I'm definitely I'm trying my dangdest to keep this working for me this is this is going to be a high impact weather resistant elevated hidey hole right here if I do say so myself and I do bloop yeah, I, I have no idea. <laughs> and I think that's been my answer every time somebody asks me this. So I'm gonna keep trying, and that's why I'm let's let's go to sleep. I'll continue in the morning. And awakeness. Right, Wolfie? You need a treat. It's been a while since we fed you a treat. I don't think you need a treat, and I might accidentally eat this, but bloop, there you go. Enjoy. What was I saying? <laughs> Dang it! Derailed. Um, oh, the, and it's it's uh, it, it's a reason why I'm trying to keep this working. And certainly, if I was still, oh, more free iron. Don't mind if I do. A little bit dangerous, but more free iron. Um, I've been certainly trying. Oh, Gavalove! I just fed you a treat, and you just wasted it by taking damage there. You noodle. You dang noodle. Now we're trapped. All right, come on up here. You know, certainly if I was still trying to force to depend on YouTube, that wouldn't have worked out and I may have needed a full-time job by now, uh, which is why I started Patreon and now why I'm certainly pushing Twitch more and more, which I understand has been positive and negative sentiment here on YouTube for people who maybe just depend or just watch YouTube videos. I'm sorry, I think. And again, like I said in the last episode, I don't want to say sorry, but you know, that's it's just kind of the way things work and the way I'm I'm trying my dangdest to keep this working, to keep this being the thing I do because I don't know what else to do. <laughs> Help. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing my dangdest to keep this working and that means perhaps Focusing on places where it is working and where I, where I do see the numbers going up instead of down, and I do see an energized community of uh, and an audience, and, and and another community of of people who are my friends and colleagues who are also finding success in these places. So I, I want to join them there and those sort of things. So yeah, thank you very much for that question, though. Uh, let's see here. Here we go. Uh, Zophius 
given the opportunity to travel to Mars, would you go? Assume that a return to Earth is not possible. If you knew that, you could contribute to science or other fields in a meaningful way by doing so. Would you make a difference? I always, I, you know my answer to this. <laughs> if the doorbell rings and it's SpaceX or NASA or whoever saying, we gotta go to Mars and you're coming with us, I'd be already in the car before they could finish asking me the question. Um, yes, although certainly as of late, with the changes in my life and the fact that sometimes it feels like I have left home for Mars, or I was separated from everybody in Arizona or here in, in Seattle or whatever, it would, it would not be easy. <laughs> it, it perhaps wouldn't be as cut and dry. As, as enthusiastic as I am in the hypothetical, perhaps because I know it's not possible for me to ever even travel to space, let alone to Mars, I, I just say yes because, yes, <laughs> you know, since I know there's zero chance ever in my life of that happening for me, yes, give me any chance I can, but perhaps faced with an actual decision like that, perhaps not so cut and dry, perhaps not so cut and dry. But yeah, I, I think it would be, I wouldn't even call it a sacrifice, I do believe it would be a worthwhile achievement if, if I was going for some betterment of science or humanities or, or progress. That's, that, would, that would make a good hidey hole right there, but we're not ready for one yet. Certainly, certainly, uh, those would be strong motivations. I would hope it would not be a solo tour. <laughs> that That's the thing that I'm starting to realize is not good for my old brain spaces. Must, must have the human contact. That is, that is what makes us human after all. It would be, it would not be such a, a, a human achievement if it was just one person by themselves going all that way. We are we are a social creature. And and our society depends on such things as these, as, as cooperation and communication and all those other Asians va vacations. <laughs> no, yes, no. Um <laughs> So yeah, that would uh it would uh, it would be a, it would be a tougher it would be a tougher call then, then I, I comedically always answer this question and everybody, whenever my doorbell rings while I'm streaming or whatever and I don't come back right away, they're like, it's NASA, he's gone, he's going to Mars. Certainly just going to space, like, oh, you want to just uh, test out the new uh, dragon capsule and do a, a few orbits and return back? Sure, yes, I am, I am on board, let's do that thing right now. <laughs> Let us do it. Uh, and one of the, speaking of... YouTubers and inspirations and things. Simone Yetz, who is the uh, the queen of shitty robots, pardon my French, but that is that is that is her uh, her title. Um, recently did a YouTube series on her channel that was Send Simone to Space, where apparently she really 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 wants to go to space. And since she realizes that that's probably not at all ever possible, uh, she she made this series where she started her own space program and 
like sat in a chair and spun around a lot of times or went to one of those carnival things that spin you around uh, and then as the as the uh, the climax of the series went on the zero-g flight the para pa parabolic flights where you get to experience weightlessness um, as, as trying to get to space as close as you possibly can that's probably the same attitude I have. <laughs> it's like, yes, I would just, just, just once. Please, just, just, just once. I know it's not at all possible, ever. Uh, the, the, the time has passed for, for old Kurt J. Mack to be an astronaut. And I was recently asked by a friend, like, oh, what did you want to be when you grew up? You know, as, as, you know, we all change those sorts of things throughout our lives. Um, I, I, for the longest time, wanted to be a pilot and was even considering and wanting to join the Air Force. Certainly if I had decided that and had become a pilot, that would have been a much easier path to becoming an astronaut. A lot of astronauts are Air Force or Navy pilots, test flight, uh, test pilots. Certainly a lot of them are scientists and are uh, geologists or uh, physical sciences or, 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 or things like that, engineers even. Uh, but a lot of them are pilots and a lot of the requirements to become an astronaut is to have flying experience. And it's, it's, it's less about, I think it's less about being an actual pilot and piloting an aircraft or a spacecraft. Uh, less so than with the space shuttle, certainly the space shuttle needed pilots. Um, but it's more about procedures. As a pilot, there's a bunch of procedures and checklists and uh, problem solving on, uh, literally on the fly. <laughs> Jokes. Uh, communication, you know, discipline with, with comms and uh, procedure and, and, you know, falling back on instinct not instinct but the the instinct that's been trained into you look at all these pumpkins this is a this is a healthy patch of pumpkins i think that's that's more of it and they they recently just did announce 12 the new astronaut class there's always new astronaut classes of applicants i think they had 18,000 applicants this time the most of any any new astronaut class and they brought it down to 12 and it's always, you know, these 12 astronauts were just announced, but we, we probably won't hear about them going to space for maybe another decade or so. Maybe another 8 to 10 years, depending on what sort of things transpired for crewed spaceflight for NASA. Um, but yeah, they always, all the astronauts get trained, if not already, how to fly the T-38. T Is it the T-38? Aircraft, it's the training aircraft um, that all astronauts use. Single engine jet aircraft. Um, but yeah, certainly if I had decided to be a pilot, I would have been on that been on that path, perhaps. Um, and certainly maybe if I'd decided to study the sciences more so than the arts, I would have been on that path. This this here is a good waterfall. Speaking of waterfalls, well, well, do, well done, Minecraft. Ooh, and then it, oh, it goes right into an underground lake. Well done, proper, proper geologic topography right here, my friends. Let's 
maybe make our end of the episode hidey hole near this magical place. If I can find a proper hillside to do so in. I hear spoilers, so this might not be a proper hillside. Might not be a proper hillside at all. Let's have a seat, Wolfie. Let's see if this isn't safe for us to make a hidey hole in. Seems safe-ish. Sort of. Those those spoilers. Those spoilers, though. Oh yeah, thank you very much uh, for these questions. Like I said, I got quite a few more to get through, and and I do appreciate everybody's uh, welcome back to the series. Oops, shovel broke. I do need some new uh, some new tools here. Speaking of which, I will make a furnace while we wait. And I will smelt this iron while we uh, round out the end of this episode. Uh, and I guess, well, I guess I can, yeah, we're making more iron. I guess I can use this to make a shovel. Indeed, it's a little bit weird. Normally at this time I'm like, oh, go to farlinesabus.com to donate. No, no, <laughs> go to zeldathon.net to donate if you haven't already, or just check out that, that, uh, that show, right, Wolfie? Indeed. And, uh... Make sure you you check uh, if you have time, if you are of the... Oh no, I don't have enough. I need wool. Okay, note to self. Don't forget to get wool in the next episode. Don't forget to... Uh, if you are able to perhaps at some point check out the live streams, you can follow me on Twitch or, or follow me on Twitter is when I normally announce. I, I, I often forget to upload a video. Uh, here on here on YouTube as to when I'm going live. Make sure you, you you if you want to be notified to check those those situations out and uh, and enjoy such things as that. And I hope you enjoyed this episode and will continue to enjoy this season of Farlands Bust. Thank you everybody for your support and for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you. Next time! <sniffs>